Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to A Conversation with Mike Lindell. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Tuesday, February 28th in the year 2023. If you had been on Bended Knee today, you had heard that I was going to have a topic tonight on 15-minute cities and a variation of that, and that's tomorrow night now, because tonight, earlier today, I did an interview with Mike Lindell that's just, it just is on fire. So I said, well, time to change the schedule. So you're going to enjoy this. Mike literally spoke for almost an hour straight today and basically went through every single thing that he's been working on and dropping names and bringing the fire. So this is a good time to hear this. It's a lot going on, and it's a great update to hear exactly where things are at. Now, before we get going, make sure that you're also taking good care of your home defense plant. Part of that is keeping your skills up, and there's no better tool to do that than iTarget Pro. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. I'll tell you, Patriots, in this time that we are in where so much is going on and seems to be heavy on people's shoulders and hearts, Mike Lindell has over $8 billion in lawsuits that have been waged against him, and he just laughs it off. This is a man that truly walks with Jesus and understands the power of being committed to that walk. He's relentless in his fight. He's relentless in his trust in God. And he just keeps bringing the, bringing the pain to everybody else. And he has probably one of the brightest outlooks of anybody you will find in the middle of this fight on the hope for America. So tonight I was very honored to have him come on the show. And he was, a little, he was able to work in a full hour into his schedule. And he laid it down. So without further ado, let's bring on Mike Lindell. Enjoy this because there's a lot of information. Pay attention because he's moving fast. Patriots, I am once again so honored to have the man who has literally funded most of the counter-revolution and counter-coup against these crazy deep staters, and that's Mike Lindell. Mike, welcome to the show. So honored to have you on. How are you today? 
I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Mike, I'm going to start out with just like the big breaking news inside my pillow. And I want people to hear it because you literally just did reinvent the pillow 2.0. And it's awesome. Just so you know, I have them here at the house. So just talk a little bit about that and then we'll get into some other stuff. Yeah, the, uh, we worked on this. Uh, my pillow, I haven't changed anything since I invented it in 2004. 80 million my pillows sold uh, because obviously they work. Well, the sleep is all about um, height and temperature. So you want it to be the, the height from your head to your bed, whether you're on your side, back, or stomach. That's what my pillow's patented fill does. Well, then I heard about this. Uh, Temperature regulating thread, I heard about almost a year ago now, that was developed right here in the United States. I said, you know what? This would be perfect for a fabric for my pillow. And we worked on it for the last, oh, I don't know, six, seven months, I guess. And we just finished up with, when they finished up the prototype, I was sleeping on one for about three months. And the best sleep ever just got better. And it is amazing. Uh, that's what we, uh, it's a, my pillow 2.0 that you can, now you have the best of both worlds, you know, where you had the sleep interruptions from flipping a pillow or, or you get, you know, you're tossing and turning, um, the temperature now it's temperature regulating this cooling thread. And, uh, and then you combine that with the patented fill of the, my pillow, now you have the, my pillow 2.0. It's absolutely amazing. And it is, and I'm just want. I'm I really thank you for it. It's awesome. I love it because sleep is precious, and we need a lot. Anything we can get these days, right? Absolutely, absolutely. People that I have so many people out there that you work. Uh, you know, they go, "Oh, Mike." Even myself, they go, "Well, you must not ever sleep." But I said, "Well, when I do, it's quality." And uh, we're doing a buy one get one free with right out of the gate. Um, and um, so it's uh, it's been my employees. Uh, they were so excited about this because, you know, when when Walmart took away the my pillow uh, almost a year ago now in their cancel culture, uh, they were one of the last box stores to go. Okay, we're not gonna, you know, boy, you're against these machines. We we want these, or you know, who knows why they cancel, but they did, and and uh, it affected uh, my company huge because we made we do we do all our manufacturing, everything made here with the my pillow and. Um, so I moved them over to my store for a while to shipping and now they're all back doing the jobs. They love sewing, uh, sewing the, the ticks they're called and that's the outside. That's this new fabric. And then, uh, uh, our whole production lines, they're back. They're just loving it. So, um, it's been, it's been an amazing launch. That's awesome. That's great news. Mike, you just mentioned dominion. So let's start there. There's a lot of things we want to cover today. And you just mentioned Dominion, and that's just a mess. And I, I, you've you've been heavily involved in that. So can you give us some updates on that? Well, well, first of all, it's all electronic voting machines. We have to get rid of them, or we lose our country forever. There is no that. No matter what anyone says, that is reality. Fifty countries have succumbed to the machines. Uh, Brazil, fifty-one, counting Brazil, which just lost their country. Uh, I don't know if everyone's heard that story, but the. Uh, they don't even have paper at all there. They have electronic voting machines. It's one day and you don't get to look inside. Remember, you can never look inside these machines. And um, in our in the U.S. here, when I was running for uh, the RNC chair, um, every everything there, the, the RNC, the RNC never did anything wrong. They uh, um, what they did wrong was they didn't address their uh, election platforms. Uh, and that if you're playing on a if you're playing um, a game on a field, let's say you're playing football. And when you're on offense, you're going 
almost straight up at the end, when they're on offense, they're coming straight down. Uh, you better fix that field and level that field. And we, this, all of our election platforms from the voter dirty voter rolls to the early voting, to the drop boxes, but the big smoking gun, the gorilla, the, the elephant in the room is the machines, the electronic voting machines. And I've been in the fight and, and uh, we'll be talking a lot about that. But one of the things is you've seen coming out with Fox News in their lawsuit. Remember, Dominion and Smartmatic sued over 200 patriots and, and companies. It's called lawfare. It has not been done in our country since 1796. It's, it should be. It, and back then, they, they did more than just uh, threaten people with lawsuits, you know, because that was, uh, you know, they went to newspapers and stuff. You better not. You better not talk about this or else. So, um, and Fox News, the stuff coming out of there, as they're leaking that to the public, um, um, it's, that, it's just disgusting um, what, what Dominion is trying to say and what they're accusing. I mean, it's defamation. Dominion, uh, you, you know, this is not only in Dominion, when you do a defamation case, you have to knowingly, you're trying to do damage to this, con- you know, this company or whatever, and you know that what you're saying is wrong. And uh, well, if you have uh, if you have defamation and if your First Amendment rights are taken away, not only did I have everything I believe in, but I have 100 percent all the evidence. Um, Fox just had hosts that were on there that they put people on like myself one time in three years to talk about why I was getting canceled all over all these big box stores. Mike, why are you getting canceled? China attacked our country um, in, in, with our, with, through these electronic voting machines. And, uh, um, and it doesn't matter what brand they are. They're all, all the same. Well, you know, you have what's called lawfare there. And by the way, it's kind of eating. We found one place in the country in the 2022 election where there wasn't any, any computer crime, because now we get what's called cast vote records. And that was in Florida. And DeSantis won Dade, Miami-Dade County by first time by decades by a, a, that a Republicans won. He won by 11%. Well, let me tell everybody something. There was no computer crime in Florida when, when we got the Castle records. And just about three or four weeks ago, DeSantis was in a roundtable meeting with four lawyers, one of them being Libby Locke, who, who's a lawyer, the law firm Claire Locke for Dominion in all these lawsuits attacking like my pillow, Mike Lindell, um, citizens across our country. And that you know what the meeting was about? So DeSantis and them could figure out an easier way to sue people for defamation. I mean, it's just disgusting. And, um, and it, it is really disgusting. And I'll tell you the fight we're up against, everybody. Um, there's three right now as we speak. There's a county, it's called Shasta County in, uh, in California. And uh, I actually, I just got text the, the, uh, the results here. Um, um, here, I want you to read what he says there. Click on today, go read it out in the hallway and come back and tell me what it says. Um, what they did, these guys were brave. These are commissioners. There's five of them. And they wanted, they voted they were voting not only to get rid of Dominion, which was, they said that a few weeks ago, but all the machine companies came down there, ES&S, Hart, all of them. So they were going to have this vote today. Well, it was two to two to, to, uh, to get rid of the machines altogether. And this Kevin Cry, um, he uh, reached out to me yesterday and said, Mike, 
tell me about, you know, these machines and, you know, are they, is there one better than another? I said, no, they, I've been to Senate hearings where uh, even the owners of ESNS said every one of them, every voting machine is hackable. Everyone has a backdoor. All the parts are made in China uh, for all of them. And, and that shouldn't even matter anyway. There are any computer being vulnerable. And, um, and um, anyway, I just got a message here. It's still going on. So as we were speaking, he said, all the media is there. 12 people from the Secretary of State's office of California to try and stop them to go to paper ballots hand counted. So I, I sent him what we have developed, actually they did it in Missouri, the best paper ballot hand counting system in the world ever, ever. I know this, how do I know this? I'm submersed in it. I've, I've met with France, Germany, the UK, the Netherlands. I met with all them and said, they all do paper ballots hand counted. Some systems are better than others. There was one developed in, in Louisiana here, and, and I thought that was the best ever. No, this was developed in Missouri as far and away. Least amount of people, best trustworthy. It's, everybody will trust it. It's so transparent. There's nothing better. Well, so why are they trying to stop this then? All these people down there. And I just got a text as we speak from Kevin saying it's going to go on for another, it's been over six hours. They still don't, they're trying to talk him out of voting because he's the deciding vote to vote against these machines and for paper ballots hand counting. And he also got a letter from the um, attorney general, um, you know, and what they're trying to do, everybody, is what they're using. They're threatening them with lawsuits. This is going on across their country. I'm going to tell a little bit about Alabama, or, uh, Arkansas and Missouri. But what they did is they say, oh, what about the handicap? What about the handicap? You can't do this. You're going to hurt the handicap. Well, let me tell you about the handicap. There's all kinds of handicap. There's blind, deaf, people missing limbs. Uh, there's so many different handicaps, right? Well, in our, this is the federal government now. We found this. It's in the Constitution. If you don't have machines, you don't have to have machines for handicap. There's other ways to do it. And think about this. What did we do with the handicap when, uh, when before they had machines? And you know what? Even with the machines, people still have to help the handicap use the machines. So in other words, it's like, okay, I don't want anyone to know my vote. That's what they're trying to get people on. Well, I'm sorry. If you can't trust someone, just say, here, here's where you vote. Um, here's where you mark. Here's where you do, or you can't hear. I'm going to tell you, put your mark here, like we did it for decades with paper. Okay. But anyway, that's in our constitution. So he was sent that from our lawyers yesterday. And uh, as they speak, this will be a game changer when he votes to get rid of that paper. And he, and he was praying, he's afraid. I mean, just like they all are. People get threatened. I went through this in Arizona in Mojave County. And uh, I believe it was called Cochise County in the 2022 election that they, I had them all on the phone, all these counties that were not going to certify because they had, they had crime right in their own counties and, and the election. And, and, um, and they were afraid, they were afraid they were threatened with going to jail, lawsuits, everything. And I'm going, I said, what? And I told my, my attorneys around the phone, I go, well, they haven't done anything wrong. He goes, he goes, no, he said, you haven't done, you haven't done anything wrong, but a threat is a threat. You still feel like 
you know, they have families and this is what they've done, everybody. Lawfare and put fear, weaponized the government against us as a country. And uh, from the FBI on down. But uh, anyway, that's just one going on in Shasta County, California. Now, I, I got to tell you all this, too. In Arkansas, Cleborne County in Arkansas, they were very, in Arkansas, there's a lot of states where you don't have to get permission. You can just go to your county and that county clerk can just say, hey, we're not going to use machines. We're going to pay for ballots and count it. That's it. And that's the way Arkansas is. So Cleborne County did that in Arkansas. We made a big deal about a month and a half ago. I flew into Arkansas. Um, we go to all these counties they have, we're gonna go clean free. Well, you know what this guy named Kim Hammers did? Hammers now is in there, he's one of their state senators. He put a bill up that made it through committee two days ago. And here's what it is, everybody. If you go to paper, we're gonna defund your counties. Wow. Now, I want everybody to think about that. These are Republicans doing this, by the way. Republicans are doing this, blocking us. This is all part of the Uniparty, everybody. Everyone says, they're darn Democrats. No, I'll tell you, what attacked our country was the CCP, the deep state, the globalists, and the Uniparty. Everybody, if everybody hears what I always talk about, I... I complain more about your Robin Vosses of Wisconsin, one of the biggest traitors this country's ever seen. Brad Rassenberger down in Georgia, neck and neck with him. And then you got this guy, Kim Hammers now. Why would this guy do that and, and make it defund these counties? Because they made they want to go to machine-free, go paper ballots, hand-counted for their own county. And they got in, and we have the best system ever to this. And people will trust it again. Why would a Republican, I'm going to ask everybody out there, why would this guy like Kim Hammers do such a thing? Then I want you all to skip right over to, to Missouri. Now, Missouri is where they developed the best hand-counted system in history. Her name is Linda Rant, okay? And she developed this, and we took this, and we showed it to the Secretary of State. Loves it. Everyone, it's the best system ever. So in Missouri, everybody... Everybody's on board in Missouri. The legislature's there. They want to make it paper-free Missouri and everything. Well, here's a guy named Shane Scholler, everybody. Shane Scholler. And what he did, remember, I don't know if you remember when I asked everybody for to go out under the Freedom of Information Act to ask for cast vote records. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, it went countrywide. We have one-third of them from the 2020 election. We have about a fourth of them in the country from the 2022 election. These are right from the state. It's under the Freedom of Information Act. You have the right to them. Everybody does. And they just give you a digital copy. And all these state, all these counties, a lot of them complain, like Kentucky and stuff. They complain. Well, out in San Francisco Township, they just put it right up on their website. They go, hey, it's your, it's your right to see these. So you get it's a double link. I mean, how smart. And that was a Democrat county, San Francisco Township, everybody. Well, that so these cast vote records, now they realize that it's smoking gun. It shows 100% if it was either manipulated through a computer or not. Like I said, we just had the cast vote records in Florida. It showed there was no manipulation. Everywhere else, it shows there was manipulation. In Missouri, now you ready for this one? This lady, they call it the Sunshine Law there instead of the Freedom of Information Act. This Steve Scholler was all for that. Oh, that's the best act. This is great. He's the county commissioner of Greene County, Missouri. 
You know what he did when he had about five requests for these under the sunshine law. Hey, I just seen this. Can I get my cash flow records that I'm entitled to? What did he do? He sued a citizen. Shane Scholler sued a citizen. Anybody asked for cash flow records, oh, Shane's going to sue you. She had to go out and get an attorney for something that was her right. This is a, you can't make this stuff up. And then what did he do a week and a half ago? Shane Scholler's running for the Secretary of State of this great state of Missouri. And it, you know what his slogan is? Election integrity. Wow. <laughs> just, this is where we're at. These, these machine companies and these people that are, it's the biggest cover-up of the biggest crime in, in history of the world. And this is what we're fighting everywhere. Um, you um, And everybody, when we're not, you know, we're not giving up and no matter where we are um we're down and we're down in um um arizona with the carry lake thing that that judge and it, uh, do i am i gonna say crooked judge sure i am yeah so he does so, <laughs> better so he's it... crooked crooked as all get out he here's all these machines 60 percent don't work on the front end it goes before this first judge he looks at it he kicks it he, he kicks it out and he, what does he do he sanctions my attorneys so I got to pay sanctions. You know, oh, you brought a frivolous case in. Really? Are you out of your mind? I said, this is, these machines didn't work in our election. Everybody, even Fox News reported that. And, you know, and Carrie Lake won by 200,000 votes. Well, anyway, so we appealed it. And you guys, when we appealed it, we were hoping that that judge with that new judge or that judge then would also just quick rule and get it out of his sight so we could bring it to the Wisconsin or the Arizona Supreme Court. So two weeks ago, that he made that quick ruling. It was great. So now this week, all my attorneys worked all week and a half and put in all these hours, and boom, we're bringing it this week to the Wisconsin, Arizona Supreme Court. Now, what if we lose there? Guess where it's going then? There's nine justices called the, the United States Supreme Court. We are going to get our country back no matter what it takes or how long it takes, we're getting it back one county, one machine at a time. Because if we still have these machines, it's over for everybody. It's over. But the good news is, um, God gave us grace, and we've got, and we're getting rid of them everywhere. Every some are further along than others. But I just get, gave you examples that we go through, and that's not even counting the the big lawsuits with. Uh, $8 billion that my pillow and Mike Lindell, I'm sued for $8 billion right now. I mean, you know, <laughs> who, who is suing you? Know, you? Is that, that, is that combined or is that one lawsuit? That's combined. That's uh, I have, I have Smartmatic. I think that's 1.3 billion. My pillow, 1.3 billion. Mike Lindell, you've got Dominion. I think that's about the same 1.5 billion, 1.5 billion. Then I got Eric Coomer who worked for Dominion. He sued uh, both of them. I think he, but I don't even know who all he sued. He sued entities so if you add them all together like 1.4 billion times six uh what do you got over eight billion it's a, it's crazy they try they did it for two reasons let's, let's try and scare everybody in lawfare if you speak out we're gonna sue you well that that that, that was accomplished all when smartmatic sued fox news on february 4th of 2021 it changed our world forever everybody everyone conservative media Newsmax, Salem Media, and Fox News, those are your big three, immediately will never talk about the elections or, or um, 
And I'm saying just not just machines, I mean elections. You're not going to have, remember, they wouldn't even let Fox News and Newsmax wouldn't even let anybody talk about 2,000 meals. That wasn't machines. That was a, that was government cameras showing felonies being committed. It's disgusting. So all they did was shut everybody up. And uh, but they're losing on that grounds, too, because um, podcasters, that's like your show and shows all over the place, radio shows, everything. We are spreading the word and the word keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> when the word gets out, we have a thing going on and uh, down in Arizona right now. And I've, I've been so busy with these other things. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to catch up on it. I got the guy coming on my show. Um, this John Thaler, I guess, uh, I think that's his name. Bob pronounced it right. But, but these guys have been doing an investigation down there for like three, four years about the cartels laundering money through these mortgage schemes. And it involves uh, supposedly, uh, uh, allegedly, Katie Hobbs wow. and, and other politicians. So, I mean, if this is true, this is big news. Um, you know, um, you know, so there's there's so many things going on that uh, the truth is coming out. Look what Elon Musk did when he got Twitter. And, you know, I found out that my pillow was for two years under getting flagged. I wonder why things didn't work over there. These ads and stuff. It was getting flagged by Jack Dorsey, Crooked Jack. Well, and then you go to my you go to Facebook. Do you know, before the 2020 election, I couldn't even do an ad with my picture in it. It had to just say my pillow. Wow. So we had to chop up our ads. You know, I mean, this is this is where we're at. But uh, but it's uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, we're winning. We got I'm coming out with this is an announcement here. Um, election Crime Bureau. This is a huge umbrella entity that's over the whole country. I do. I have Cause of America, which goes to all 50 states. But all of these entities you got with the election crime bureau, you have a, you have a cyber unit. You have a legal unit with, you know, I have all these lawyers in that. You have a legislative unit, which means we have teams that go to every state and find out here's where we'd like to be. And here's where that state's footprint is. What's all in between and how much do we have to take to get this state where we need it to be for our election platforms, you know? And uh, you'd be surprised. Some of the hardest ones would like, like your Oklahoma's. That'd be the hard, one of the hardest states they'd give us. Not one castle record, and it's all Republican. They, it's, you'd be amazed how, why would you block? Well, we, we're all red here, nothing to see here. You know, really, you're as, you're as bad as every single other state. Um, this is, uh, these are called selections, not, not elections anymore. Well, Mike, what you're really documenting here is every, we're seeing every corrupt politician coming out against you. I mean, if anybody comes against this action, they should just be flagged automatically as corrupt, tied to deep state money somehow, I would believe. Yep. No, no, you're exactly right. The way I looked at it is exactly what you say. If, if, our, if our election would have been, God gave us grace back in December and November of 2020, if, if they'd have said, oh, you know what, let's send it back to the states on December 14th. Donald Trump's the real president. We found this evidence, this, this real quick evidence. No, this is on God's timing. We have found, you're exactly right. They pop them, they, the evil is greedy, but they pop their heads up like pocket gophers. Here's, here's another corrupt guy. Here's another corrupt guy. I can't, it amazes me. I'll have trust in something and, or someone, and all of a sudden they make a move that's a deviation that's completely out of the ordinary, like Ron DeSantis. I mean, I could, he's a Trojan horse, everybody. I don't care what anyone says. Anybody that's sitting with Dominion 
and you do what he did to make a thing of a, make it easier for them to sue citizens for defamation, our First Amendment rights of free speech. And by the way, he went down to Disney. Oh yeah, Ron DeSantis is going to do all this stuff with Disney. That was all for cosmetics. Disney got everything they started with and probably even more. Everything they had, they still have. Ron sits on some land board and uh, he was the governor. He didn't need to sit on their board. He already had rights over them, but he caved. Whatever he did, whatever dirty deal was made, that's what, that's what's popping up. Now, now, how bad is it? I don't know. You go over to uh, you go over to Robin Voss in Wisconsin, the Speaker of the House in Wisconsin. The guy, the guy did his own investigation, hired a Supreme Court justice named Michael Gableman. He hires him. They do the investigation. It's like careful, Robin. They found all this corruption. Michael Gableman's recommendations were decertify errors or decertify Wisconsin. Robin, you know, remember they had the nursing homes that got people to vote there mm-hmm. that didn't, weren't even alive? Well, all this stuff came out. And Robin Boston, what did he say publicly on May 24th of last year? He said, yep, yep, there was widespread fraud in Wisconsin. I know that. But I can't do anything unless there's actual ruling by a judge. One week later, everybody, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin ruled massive fraud across Wisconsin. So everybody said, okay, Robin, what are you going to do? He did nothing. And you know what he did? Not only did nothing, but on the night of the election, everybody, and believe me, I bugged him all the time. How could you do this, Robin? How could you do this? Finally, I got to the point. I said, you know what? What are you, a traitor? Why are you doing this? You're a Republican. You're, le- you're the leader of the party in Wisconsin. And, and on the election night, everybody, at two, one o'clock in the morning on November 9th, this is right after the election day, I get a text from Robin Boss, everybody, and it says, because he, he won his runoff and whatever by 200 votes against a no-name, basically. But he puts it there, and I, and I put it, believe me, I put it out for everybody, vote against him. Of course, he, he, he's probably in on the machines, the only thing I could figure it out. But anyway, Robin sends me a text, beat you twice, Mike. And, he, and I listen to, to rub it in. Then I say, I said, no, you stole it twice, you traitor. You're a traitor to the United States. And here's what he said. Here's what he said. Yeah, but Mike, I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight and not on your pillows or not on your crappy pillows. That was his quote on his text. So I put that on on my show. These guys, you know, they bubble up. Alan Duke, the Facebook fact checker, sends me a picture with him and Bill Barr to rub it in. How's it going, Mike? Wow. Uh, Rad Rassenberger down in Georgia, everybody. This guy's the secretary state of Georgia. If you are a Democrat and you think you're going to win in Georgia, you're not. Corrupt Rad is there. When I, when I accuse someone of not just being a rhino, but he is corrupt, is he is probably one of the worst people in the United States, Rad Rassenberger down in Georgia. I don't say these things unless they've either done it directly to me or I know 100%. So, but some people just have personal agendas that you don't, you might not know, but they definitely have an agenda. We let, let's take example: Doug Ducey, the the gov, the ex governor of of Arizona. Does everyone remember back in the twenty twenty election, and uh, Rudy Giuliani and others went down there, and there was a ten hour thing of showing evidence down there. It was like a it was like a hearing to show this evidence. And two hours, not even an hour into it, Doug Ducey announced to the world, Arizona, we're turning in our electors. They're good. Instead of waiting, 
Okay. And I personally, I with Doug Ducey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm texting going, lose my number, Doug. I couldn't believe it. Here's a guy that just acted like he was a, you know, he didn't act like a friend. I guess I, I knew him and I had a cell phone number, but he, he just, I'm going, what is going on here? You're a Republican. Wouldn't you want to look into why Arizona had, you know, it took them nine days to count 2% of the vote and why uh, this county that normally 75% red is only 25% red. I mean, all these things and Doug Ducey just went silent, you know? So this is, you're exactly right. These, the evil, these guys are all getting found out and they're all in a tree. Everyone, if they're there, if they're a politician, here's what I say. History is wrote, written. You look back a couple of years from now or two years when we get to this great place we're going to be at, you're going to look back and everyone that did nothing, you're either going to be a traitor or a hero. There's nothing in between. All you horrible politicians that sat and did nothing, thinking, over in Michigan there, I feel so bad for Michigan. They had, it was all Republican-controlled legislatures. They did nothing to help Michigan. All the illegal things that were done in Michigan by the Secretary of State and the governor there, now it's all, now it's all blue. It's all blue. They stole every seat. Everything, everything in, in Michigan was taken. Now, did it matter? No, because the, the Republicans that were there before were even worse because you expected them to be Republicans and, and do something. Say, hey, we make the laws. We're the legislature. Instead, they either it, being a coward or playing plausible deniability is no excuse anymore. That ship sailed. So anyone that comes to me and says, Mike, um, I, you know, I did this because, you know, I don't, I'll give you an example. Um, I had a politician, um, I won't name his name, but I, oh, I guess I will. Um, um, they, uh, well, I won't, but anyway, he ran for office. I, I won't name him, I'll be nice. But he ran for <laughs> office and he made a statement. He was a Republican. And he ran, well, I'm going to say it's Larry Elder, everybody. So Larry ran for office in, in California and he made a very statement. So it's already public. And he said, there was no election crime. Biden won fair and square. And he was saying that to try and draw people from the middle out there in California. Remember the runoff with Newsom and all that? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, well, I got so upset. I put it out publicly and Larry's a friend of mine. I said, Shame on you, Larry Elder. How could you do this? You traitor, blah, blah. I mean, I just attacked him. I don't care. I worked so hard and so many people have to save our country. And for him to come out and say that, well, Larry called me up and he said, Mike, how could you say this about me? You know, I don't know what you don't. I don't know what you know. I don't have all the evidence like you do. And I said, Larry, all you had to do was just say nothing. You could just say, I don't know. Because you don't know. Don't say that you know he won when that's like saying you know lost. You know, if you don't know, the simple thing would have been, I don't know. When you say it the other way, you take people like me that have worked so hard and shoot us right between the eyes. So guess what happened, everybody? As you all know, Larry lost. He got cheated right on national TV. 200,000 votes went boom for Newsom from impeachment, from a yes to a no on CNN. Boom, there it was. All these people in California that he got just completely cheated by the machines. Thousands of people got to the polls to, or to vote and they say, no, no, you've already voted. They don't care anymore. With it, they don't care means the deep state, the, the, the uniparty, they, this is it. They're caught. They're going for it. They don't care. Anyway, 
Larry gets cheated in his election and he called me up. He goes, Mike, I think I really won. They cheated me. I'm going, no, you got to be kidding me. That you really, I'm sorry, Larry. You know, (laughs) so, and I just use that for an example because I am so tired of going to states like Ohio and Alabama, these blue states. I had a politician in the, in the 2022 election. He wanted me to endorse him up in Ohio. And the first thing I asked him, and I heard he had badmouthed me six months prior that I was a conspiracy theory and that never happened. So I confronted him and actually Eric Trump and General Flynn were standing there and all this media is there. It was, a, I think it was a Clay Clark event. And, and here he comes and corners me right in front of the media. And he goes, he goes, Mike, what do I got to do to get your endorsement? And I go, well, do you think that there was any uh, um, electronic or, or crime in, uh, in the 2020 election? Um, and uh, he goes, he goes, yeah, there was, but not here in Ohio. We, we did, Donald Trump won. We did great. And I go, wrong answer. I said, no, you will never get my endorsement because you don't know what you're talking about. You think that there wasn't cheating because you're a red state? What's wrong with you? This isn't a red or blue thing. I said the Democrats wanted these machines gone for two decades. I got tapes over and over of every Democrat for all the way up to this uh, fake like Vice President Kamala Harris, my own Senator Amy Klobuchar. They've all said, we've got to get rid of these machines. And and the guy sat there and he goes, and he looks at me like he's not even hearing me. He goes, well, Eric, Eric, Eric endorsed me and so did General Flynn. And I go, well, good for them, Special K. I don't care who they endorse. You ain't getting my endorsement because you don't. You, I would never want you to be um, any part of my government when you don't even have the the wherewithal to go out and do your own checking out. Was there crime here in Ohio? Was there? I said, all you got to do is call me here. I'll show you everything you want to know. I'll have I'll have twenty people up here showing you what came right out of your Castle records. Came right out of what you're reporting. And I told him some stats in Ohio, and he's still like like right over his head. And that's what the frustrating thing is. Now, that guy, that doesn't mean he's part of the, um, his thing is he's just naive. But would you really want somebody in office now that that didn't even bother to check that, you know, check on, hey, I'm hearing a little bit about this election crime. Maybe I should check on it. You know, I don't want those people in office. They should, if they can't even go check into that and they're only getting their news from Fox News. Um, it's disgusting. And that's when I went to the RNC when we had 168, everybody, three vote from every state. I get there on the, the day before the election, the Rasmussen poll came out and I doubled Harmony and Ronna McDaniel, doubled them. Okay. The next day, of course, y'all know I got four votes. I was hoping that because you know what Ronna said the whole week, she said, you know what, you know what the, uh, I will, I'm looking forward to working with Mike Lindell. Well, if you say you're looking forward to me, what does that tell you? It tells you we're going to talk about election crime and fix our election platforms that the RNC hasn't bothered to look at for five years. That's why they lost these elections. That's why they lost them. They didn't lose them because they didn't raise enough money. They looked, they did it because it doesn't matter how much they raise or what they do. You get a button steals their election. Oh, maybe it was the candidates. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. Let me tell you what they all understood. At the RNC, everyone, if, okay, they're, the Gmails, your Gmails are 35% minimum of all your email blasts. So the RNC, they rely on their emails 
for all their donations when you send email blasts for fundraising. Well, at the end of every month leading up to the 2020 ele- 2022 election, every time their numbers are just, they're just gone. They're going, what happened? People aren't giving to the RNC, you know? Well, no, they, somebody found out, somebody actually did some due diligence and said, why? This is a deviation. This is really, this is even too bizarre. Well, they found out 90 some percent of all their Gmails by a press of a button by crooked Google were being sent into spam. So the lawyers there, Rana, at least Rana stood up and said, we need to do something. We need to go after Google. And the lawyer's going, let's just wait another month. Maybe it won't happen again. Maybe it won't happen again. We don't want to go after Google. Same thing happens again. Same thing happened again. Same thing happened again. You know what? Once the 2022 election went past, it was too late. Okay. But finally, they listened to Rana, just gave the order. We're going to sue Google. So they went after Google. You know what happened the next day, everybody? All their emails go through now. All their Gmails go through. So I did that speech at the RNC. And I said, how can you, can everybody wrap their head about, around that? By the press of a computer, you, they destroyed the RNC for seven months. You're done. You're playing field. It doesn't matter how many, how many names you had or how many you recruited. You just got those stole for you by a click of a computer. I've had it happen at my pillow. Verizon did it to me when I played Donald Trump on a, and I sent out when I interviewed Donald Trump, Verizon over a year ago, I can't text market anymore on my platform, Frank Speech and Lindell TV, because of that interview, horrible Verizon just said, nope, you don't get to text market anymore. And everyone's going, well, what did you do? I did nothing. I did nothing. Verizon and um, AT&T, all of them are horrible, evil companies, period. I know that for a fact. AT&T just, just took uh, Newsmax, who they own DirecTV, and shut off Newsmax, just like what they did to OAN. They're destroying our co- country, everybody, with, with computers, machines, and platforms. So what they did, so I said to the RNC, all your Gmails, everybody happy now? Your Gmails are working. Boy, I, you know what? I said, somebody better look at all the other platforms. There's 36 other platforms. That includes Microsoft, Hotmail, Yahoo, and I start listing them off. Some of them might be only 1% of your, of your, of your emails going out. But if none of that 1% is going out, guess what that manifests to in your work and the money that you're, that you're the donors and all that marketing you're doing? You're going to lose. You need someone to look at that. That's what businessmen do. Well, and I said, so if I'm your CEO, the first thing I do is look at the biggest reason. Gee, I wonder why we keep losing. Could it be that there's machine, that there's crime being going on that we've never had to deal with? That we're that it's not just people going in and hey, give me your uncle's ballot. I'm going to forge his name. That would you know? Sure, there's been cheating going on since the dawn of time. Ballot by ballot, one ballot at a time, not a million ballots at the click of a button. And then they all kind of got it, right? So why did you why did you win that election? That's what stunned me. What what was why didn't I win it? Yes, because uh. Because the the 168, there's three from every state. They were either bought off, or their um, their establishment. Um, they but they didn't listen to the people. The people of this country. I deal with all the precincts. I deal with all the middle. I deal with bot from the bottom on down. A lot of these um, 
RNC people are, I call them blockers in every state. They're, they're blockers. They even tried in the state of South Dakota, they tried to get the, tried to vote out the, the precinct committee win women. So they didn't have a vote anymore. Even though we just filled all these spots that have been empty for decades, 200,000 spots. So if anybody listening, you want to help your country, go to precinctstrategy.com and get signed up and be a precinct committee man or woman. Because I'll tell you what, that's where our strength is in numbers there. And it's amazing. Those people did not listen. The 168 did not listen to everyone that votes them in. Everyone the votes are in, they voted against the people. They said, we know what's best for us. We think Rana can do it with us. And I'm going, the same input's going to give you the same output. She's failed five times in a row. Now, it's great leverage. And here's why. Rana said, I will, I will, I'm looking forward to working with Mike Lindell. For the last two weeks, she's contacted me five times. We had numerous conversations. And I said to her, here's what I want, Rana. I'm coming out with the Election Crime Bureau. I just want RNC's endorsement. Because if the RNC endorses this, that gives us more credibility as the umbrella for the country to protect our elections. And when I go into a state like Arkansas, to get rid of all these machines. The last thing I need is a Republican sitting there blocking us. And you know what? You better get out of our way because we're getting rid of these machines. Country back. And I said, and then I said, if they do get in the way, my first call is going to be to Rhonda McDaniel and Rhonda and say, Rhonda, we got a problem over here with this chairman. He's trying to stop us from going to paper ballots and counting and fixing our election platforms. Now, if Rhonda doesn't do anything, do you know what's going to happen then? It won't be good because I'll tell you what, I'll let this whole country know that she, but she didn't, she wasn't good for her work. It'll be very similar, everybody, what happened with Kevin McCarthy. Now, what happened with Kevin McCarthy? 15 rounds went by. Nobody wants him anyway. You don't want the same input with the same output, but it's not the same put input, everybody, because now he made promises and the whole country is holding him accountable. And so far, he's made good on his promises. Except, did you all know I'm suing Kevin McCarthy? Yeah, I want to hear about this. Let's go, Mike. I want to hear about it. Yeah. So so what Kevin McCarthy did about, what is it, a week ago, he he released one of his promises said he was going to release the 40,000 hours of tape from the January 6th uh, uh, fiasco. And uh, what did he do? He releases it to Fox News. Nobody else gets it. Lindell TV doesn't get it. I mean, CNN doesn't get it. Newsmax doesn't get it. You don't get it. I mean, it's it's uh, it's beyond belief. I'm going, why put to one outlet? I don't care who it is. But for me, it's worse because it's Fox News, because Fox News can sit in what they think is important. They'll release for their own glamour. One of the things they're not going to release is anything to do with the elections or machines, which was the Gen 6 on select committee. That whole thing in the first place was there was no... There was no crime. There was no, uh, it was all in these lies, that this conspiracy theory that the election was stolen. No, there's stuff in there that I would, maybe what I want to release, which would be everything, but I'm suing Kevin McCarthy. We sent him a letter and said, hey, I want these two. And now my lawyers are putting together what should be one of the biggest cases ever. And you know what? These are our rights. This is the, under the freedom of press. Uh, it's, uh, I don't even have it in front of me, but there's, it's, uh, it's, um, discrimination by the speaker is uh, freedom of the press under some 
my lawyers put it all together. But, but here's the thing. Think of those guys that are sitting in a prison for two years now or over two years. Boy, I'll bet they would want their parts to be released, wouldn't you think? So the whole public can see something that might get them out of prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I want to see some. I've been sued for $8 billion, and I'm sorry. I don't trust Fox News. They're, they're in the same lawsuits. They haven't subpoenaed me. I've had all the evidence. Fox News didn't call up Mike Lindell and said, hey, can we have that evidence too so our lawyers can look at it? No, they didn't do that. They're in a lawsuit against the same two I am, Dominion and Smartmatic. Instead, you're hearing all this stuff. You know, be surprised if Fox News makes a deal. I think they could have been in on it from the get-go. You know, when when Fox News or when Smartmatic sued Fox News on February 4th of 2021, I was coming out with absolute proof the next day. The impeachment trials were on Tuesday. Well, boy, Fox News, they and Smartmatic knew, boy, if we sue Fox News, nobody had heard of Smartmatic. They have one county in the United States, LA County. Everybody was hearing about Dominion. Smartmatic out of the blue sues Fox News. Well, that's weird. The, the very next day, the whole world went silent. Nobody would talk to me. Nobody would talk to anyone about elections anymore. Because if boy, if you sued Fox News for 0.6 billion, think if I'm a I'm a little I'm a little podcaster, I'm a little station, I'm I'm done. Well, you know, it's uh now here's what I say. If you have a drug bust and I have someone undercover, I'm gonna bust the guy undercover to make it look good to the rest of them. So I'm just saying, now this is a little deep, but Fox has behaved very strange. Why didn't you come to Mike Lindell? I'm the one that had all the evidence. Say, hey, can we have your evidence, Mike? Right now, the stuff coming out of Fox News, Dominion, Rupert Murdoch goes, well, we put Mike Lindell, you asked him, Mr. Uh, Mr. Murdoch, Mike Lindell was on your show January 26th of 21 to, to repeat his lies. I was only on Fox News one time in three years, and it was that day. So that was the lie in itself. Murdoch could have said, hey, we deposed Mike Lindell. And we look back, Mike Lindell has only been on that day you're talking about. And why was he on that day you're talking about? I'll tell you why. Every news outlet in the world, from January 15th, when I was at the White House, but that famous picture was taken about martial law, that lawyers should give me, I still haven't read those papers. I was the number one story in the world, not just here in the United States, for almost two months straight. Every day, Mike Lindell lost three more retailers. Mike Lindell lost his Twitter account. Mike Lindell lost six. My pillow got hammered again. My pillow got hammered again. Everyone was asking me for interviews from overseas, from Taiwan to um, Australia, to the UK, to Fox News, to CNN, everybody. So I'm on Tucker on Fox News, and that's what Dominion's using against Fox News. Now, if you're Rupert Murdoch, that yeah, and and I read his thing. It says, "Well, why do you have Mike Lindell on uh, when everyone else wasn't on?" Instead of saying why he had me on about the culture, he says, "Well, you know, and why do you still give Mike Lindell a platform for his ads? Because Dominion wants to destroy me, so I don't have any money or anything to fight for our country." Okay, so what does Murdoch say? And I'm glad he said this, though. He goes, this isn't a, 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 a blue or, red, or a red thing. This is about green. Mike Lindell gives us a lot of money for the ads. And he goes, and I laugh at him sometimes, but then they get annoying. That's what he said in his deposition. Wow. You know, my, pro, my, my point is, if Fox News, why didn't they come to me? You know, why didn't they come to me? You guys, this corruption runs so deep, it's just sickening. 
Um, but you know, the, uh, I'm telling you, everybody, they'll keep the faith because we, God gave us race and, and the graces, these platforms, they keep popping up their heads and going, there's a bad guy. There's a bad guy. There's a bad platform. Look where we're at now. Just a few short years ago, we didn't have Frank speech, Frank, Frank social, true social, getter, gap, cloud hub, uh, telegram. I mean, you got all these platforms. Plus you got Elon Musk who freed the prisoners over it, over Twitter. You know, I mean, you know, which is another kind of a weird thing. Mike Lindell got his Twitter back, but my pillow can't get their Twitter back. You know, that's bizarre, but that's a whole nother story. I think it's an oversight. Um, um, but anyway, I'm just saying that we are able to communicate now. Um, and through other, through other things, people that are getting braver every day and being able to say the word dominion and not worry about getting sued. Um, and and uh, if Fox News makes some deal over there, everybody, if they make some deal and settle that trying, and, you know, the, I'm telling you, then they were in on it because they've done nothing wrong. They were just reporting the news, having people on. Tucker even argued with Sidney Powell going, hey, I don't you know. Where's your evidence of these things? Where's your evidence of this? You know, show me this. You know, he argued with her on TV. Everybody remembers that episode. Yes. You know, and and uh, and then they put, you know, you put in there like Howard Sean Hannity. Sean showed his true colors. I can't, I'll, you know, he is just absolutely. When I was at his house in the summer of 21, me and my gal were there. And, and Sean, we were the last two to leave his house. It was some radio thing there for people, sponsors. And Sean says, he looks at, he looks at Kendra and he says, he says, don't you care about him? And remember, this is summer of 21, everyone. I was in the news every day. They were attacking me. I, you know, I was never, if you knew what I knew then, you would never give up yourself. I would hope that no matter who got this, they would never, ever give up because we'd be done. We would be done. Anyway, and Sean knew that. Sean goes, don't you care about him? She goes, what do you mean? She goes, they're going to come after him. They're coming for him. They might even kill him. And, and uh, she goes, well, what do you want him to do, Sean? He's got this. You're just going to let your country go down and lose our country. And I go, Sean, I go, what do you want me to do? Give up? You know, I've never give up in my life. If I'm, I'm a hundred percent. I said, this happened to our country. Are you going to let our country go? And you at Fox news, here's what I told him. You at Fox news, Sean, you and Fox news are going to be responsible. You're going to be, you're probably the worst thing that's happened to a country ever. As far as he is concerned. And Sean looks at me, he goes, what are you talking about? And I go, Hey, I've been able to get the word out by all the left attacking me every day, every day from Daily Beast. To, it happens every day, everybody. I've gotten to be friends with these rotten journalists that attack me. I have to, we became such good friends. I actually have to write their articles. I say, you know, too good. You got to bash me. Call me a, call me a conspiracy guy or something, or your boss won't print it. <laughs> and this is fact. This is what I have to do to get the word out. I go, Sean, you, you guys not talking when the public trust you to talk to at least report the news or report the hope you guys didn't even report racing county in wisconsin where they, where they caught it they were charged felonies were charged you guys didn't report that because you because why because you've got a thing in front of you they have two they have a script a thing in front of them they can't talk bad about the vaccines because they were all paid off everyone knows that they were all paid off big pharma Fox, Newsmax, all the outlets. Don't you, you promote the vaccine? They couldn't say one thing about anything that worked like hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, myoleander, all this stuff. 
they have a list. You talk, you can't talk about this, and that includes vaccines and machines, and you can't talk about machines or elections. Now it's elections. You can't talk about anything to discourage an election or say anything bad, even if it's in the news. You cannot report it. It's it's disgusting. And Sean goes, I go, Sean, you will destroy our country. And he goes, Mike, would you rather we weren't here at all? Would you rather we weren't here at all? Yeah, at least we're getting some news out there. I go, no, Sean, you're worse than the left because people trusted you. And you're not, it would be like being a weather channel. And I order you to not talk, to not tell anything about tornadoes or hurricanes. You can talk anything else, but you can't talk about the things that will kill people. Sean, you're disgusting. That's what I told him. And I say that to this day. Sean Hannity, that's disgusting what you've done to our country. You should you should come out there, cross over, come over. I've, I've offered him a job, my pillow at Frank's Beach. Come over to Frank's Beach and tell the truth. You know, but just by not saying nothing, you're as bad as the people that are that are out there. You're worse than the people that are out there, at least getting the word out by bashing people. Um, and that's what I say to people, too. And I say this to churches out there. If you're going to sit back and you're going to save your courage for a rainy day, it's pouring outside, everybody. And you cannot sit back. If you sit back and you know, and you now know, once you know, um, I'm sorry, you know, and then you're as guilty as anyone else. And, you know, deep down inside, you, oh, I'm afraid. Um, I'm afraid. What if I what if they call me a name? What if they attack me? What if they do this to the church? What if they do this to the people, my business? You know what? Hey, maybe you're the one, maybe you're the one person, the car that could flip it over. So we have, it's like on our side to tilt it on our side. Don't count on everybody else to do it. You know, you have to do right now because there is no tomorrow. If we don't win right now, it's over. And you can talk to people. I was down in Florida during the hurricane. I'm going to tell you, I went two places. I went out to California in September. I was out in a town there. You can look it up. Mike Lindell, California town. They had checked this owner because she picture me up, stood her ground. Anyway, in this town, it was all 25 to 35 year old liberal left leaning progressive kids. They were all, everyone's the same age. It seemed like all the vehicles were 20 years old or older. It was, it was very depressed town. It was feel of sadness there. Gas was 730 a gallon. It was, but, I, and I went around and everyone recognized me. They'd come up and I talked to them and I questioned them. Did you vote? Do you guys, I said, it's so sad here. You know, the gas is this. And they, they tell me these things and a lot of them didn't know any better because things, but things just keep getting worse and worse. And I could bring up, did y'all vote Democrat? Well, yeah, some had a lot of hand vote, but most of them had voted Democrat. And I said, would y'all remember December of 2019? I told them and, and, uh, I tried to rewind their head and I said, how were things going back then? I said, I know you probably all, you probably don't like the president was there and that Trump, but they all remember those times where their lives had improved somewhat. I said, that came from decisions made by politicians. And I said, our elections are getting stalled right now. It's a uniparty. I said, it doesn't matter if you're blue here, if California is blue or if, uh, or if Alabama's red, they're all in on these, these, not all the politicians, but this uniparty. So I was educating them. None of them were going to vote in the 2022 election. They just weren't going to vote. And then when I asked them about Republican, they had in their head, they had been brainwashed of what a Republican was, stood for, which, which uh, a lot of people have been brainwashed there. But if you don't market and change that narrative, which the, the, the Democrats, if you talk about politicians, they're better at marketing. The RNC, they don't know anything what they're doing. 
That was another thing that got brought up there. You, know, you, you guys want me to help market? I'll help you market. You know, don't, we, don't, we know what we're doing. Well, anyway, so I leave that California. They put a picture up. Winter restaurant, the, and the managers came out. They all wanted pictures everywhere I went. You know, and a lot of them wasn't because of my pillow. It was because they had heard about me fighting for our election platforms. They wanted change. They didn't understand it all, but they go, wow, we, we believe him. We want, we want to change. And this lady, they took this picture and they put it up on Facebook. Well, you guys can look it up. They were attacked by trolls and bots. These things that these online attackers, these haters, attack this lady and they go, why would you put a picture of Mike Lindell up? And what you did, you, do you put other famous people up? And she put out, she put, Mike Lindell's the only famous person that ever came to our town. And she said, I'm putting his picture up. He's done nothing wrong to us. He's been very, he was very cordial. Everybody wanted his picture and she slammed it back in their face. She had courage rather than take that picture down, everybody. And guess what? Her restaurant went up 6X. She's the busiest restaurant probably on the uh, up and down the, uh, um, for 30 miles or 30 miles area around there. And it was a great restaurant when I ate there. Well, now those seats are filled. So my point is where courage, she got courage, courageous. So the people that are out there, courage is contagious. And now we all have to be courageous. And then I'll tell you one last thing on that. I went down to, um, Florida during that, it was after the hurricane there and, um, after the hurricane and here, uh, I was delivering pillows and blankets and no, I didn't put it out. Ads. I didn't hear about it. I was to help them not do some big advertising thing to, to try and make our, make a micro guys do it. No, I do it all the time and I don't put it out there. I want to help these people. Anyway, we went in this Hispanic neighborhood, these trailers, it looked like two river dice of all the trailer cords gutted with all their material things piled up on both sides of the road. We're walking down this dirt road and people are coming out of their, their trailers and stuff with interpreters. I was with the, the great company, Samaritan's Purse, and helping us. And uh, we were praying with a lot of them. Uh, my gal was with them. But the other ones, they all said the same thing. It wasn't a lot of them. Yeah, thank you for pillow. I love my, you know, I love my pillow. But most of them was, is there hope? They're going, is there hope? Is there really going to be change, Mike? You do so much. Thank you. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. These people, they had lost all their physical things. They only cared about one thing. Could they get their American dream back? Could they? If they get that back, they can get back all these physical things. And they knew that. A lot of them were from other countries that have been, they're gone. They skipped over socialism, right to communism, right where we are right now. So they, uh, but it gave me, it gave it gave them so much hope just going through there. But when I go across our country and the citizens I talk to all the time, they give me hope, especially the ones out there that are fighting. That are, there's so many people out there that have quit their jobs and they just are all in because they know they're going to have a job anywhere, a company, if we don't win this in the next year and a half. And, and uh, that's where we're at. Well, Mike, first of all, you are hope. I appreciate everything you're doing deeply, and we all do. You've got eight minutes before your show's on, so I want to pray for you. <laughs> I appreciate this. It's awesome having you on. Le always love having you on. Anytime this, this show's open to you. So uh, I'm going to pray for you, and then I'll let you get to your show, okay? Okay. All right. Father God, I just want to thank you for this blessed man. He is, he has raised up a nation. 
He has raised up his nation, and never did we imagine that one of the greatest warriors of our time would be a pillow salesman who has a passion and fire for Jesus that continues to bring that light to every community and every person he touches. Father, we just ask you to continue to bless his business, provide him with all the resources, everything he needs. Continue to bless him, keep him safe, continue to bless he and and his all his family and his relationships to keep them strong and mighty in this fight, to never bow, to never rescind, never back down to any of this evil, and to continue to wield the sword of the Spirit in this mighty fight against evil. We thank you for him. We thank you for all you bless us with, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, and uh, thanks for having me on. And everybody, keep the faith. Keep keep uh, keep up the prayers, and if you can, whatever you can do, get out there and do it. Get a, I encourage everyone to get the the uh, Frank Speech app at the Frank Speech app store. You can help there, so we can all stay in communication. And um, and the show that uh, I'm going on right now is my o'clock daily show on on uh, Lindale TV, and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, have a guest on tonight. We're talking about that Arizona corruption and and uh, all this going on down there so outstanding um, this should be but anyway thanks for having me on god bless thank you mike have a blessed day talk to you soon thank you okay thank bye-bye you. all right patriots so that was mike lindell <laughs> the best of mike lindell as far as i'm concerned he was on fire tonight and a worthy show to put up immediately for everyone to enjoy patriots a couple of things and he's just queuing it up because he's winning because of the support we provide it's it's a big part of that. Prayers are number one. Download that Frank Speech app. That helps them a lot and gets the word out. You know your promo code, Bards. Nail it. They've got the new Pillow 2.0, My Pillow 2.0. All of these things. He is he is such a warrior for God. He just money comes in. He pays his employees and he puts that money right back into the fight for this nation. So support him as much as you can. I. I love this man. I love what he stands for. If we had 300 companies of the quality of Mike Lindell and my pillow, we wouldn't be where we are. But we have one, and we have to preserve it, protect it, and we have to ensure that it will continue to be successful. Patriots, thanks you for being here tonight. I'll be back, obviously, in a couple of hours for Fishers of Men. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy and crush them. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed. 
that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 